Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bold Ambition Podcast. Today on the podcast, I interviewed the gorgeous Shauna Ann. Um, you can find her at Instagram at Bohemian Blonde, but she is an amazing coach. And today on the podcast, we we really talked all about how we talked a lot about her story and how she went from, you know, climbing the corporate ladder to quitting and pursuing her dream of entrepreneurship. But we also talked about being in tune and being in alignment and what it means that when you are in tune in in tune with the woman that you are becoming and how you can feel what you want and you're creating this vision of what you want, um, you can step into this next level version of yourself, but you are also able to follow what is truly setting your soul on fire. And so you are are able to follow this passion, follow this these nudges and figuring out how to release the how so that you are not um, so you can come from a place of power and not of a place of fear. So I hope that you enjoy this episode. This episode is full of magic and fire, and I know that you are just going to absolutely love it. So please let me know what you're loving over on your Instagram stories. I Make sure you tag me at Mindy L. Hancock so I can know what you're loving and what you want more of. I cannot wait for you to listen, so thanks for being here, and I will see you inside. I'm Mindy Hancock, mindset and life coach, and you're listening to the Bold Ambition Podcast. This podcast is a high-vibe, expansive space for the bold, ambitious, badass, whatever-it-takes woman. Settle in. Let's do this thing. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Bold Ambition Podcast. I am so excited because I have one of the most gorgeous women sitting right in front of me via Zoom, and I'm so excited to chat with her today and bring her to you guys. Her name is Shauna Ann, and she is magical. Um, So I wanted to give you just a brief bio about her. She sent me this over, and it honestly, when I when I read it, I was like, oh, it kind of, it's so snuggly. It's like, just seems like it's like the perfect day. I'm like, so she said, most days you can find her snuggled up behind her laptop, worn cup of mushroom coffee and a candle with a candle lit while she coaches women from all corners of the globe. She works with women who desire to live life on their own terms, from creating their dream businesses to showing up fully for, the li- for their lifestyle goals. And she reminds them that you, that they can indeed have it all and celebrate every milestone along the way. And when she is not coaching, she's either front row at one of her husband's rock concerts or attempting to make another Pinterest worthy meal in the kitchen. And I can totally agree with that. I I try to do that and they're not always great. So um, another thing that you want to know is she is a former corporate ladder climber that hopped off to make a life of her own. And I'm so excited to hear exactly how she did that and how she walked away from a nearly six-figure salary to pursue her passion. So welcome, Shauna. Thank you. Well, that was my whole life story, so I'm not just kidding. <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank yeah. you so much. This is, this is so much fun to hang out with you and just talk about life, right? Yeah, for sure. So I want to go ahead and for the listeners who do not know you, I want to go ahead and have you just tell us a little, I know I kind of gave a brief overview of like Mm -hmm. where you came from, but let's just talk about your story. What inspired you to be an entrepreneur and just what that looked like for you, like your journey to this point. Absolutely. So I was the typical, you know, go to school, find a career in college, figure it out (laughs) kind Mm -hmm. of gal. And I feel like I took the safest possible route. 
you know, I, even in college, I wanted to try multiple things, but, you know, I kept that little inner voice in my head was like, pick business, pick something that's substantial so that when you get out, at least you can find a job, at least you can, you know, get something, right? So um, with all of that in mind, you know, found the marketing, the PR positions, the event planning positions. I was your chronic job hopper. I would stay somewhere for two years and I'd be like, all right, what's next? Because this right. isn't really filling my cup. And I started to, you know, the last, my last corporate position that I was in, um, you know, climbing the ladder, desiring that corner you know, the corner office. Mm -hmm. And I had an incredible boss. Like she just rocked my world. She was one of those people you look up to and you're like, I want to be just like her. She's outspoken. Like, man, I mean, that's the vision, right? So mm -hmm. I kept the vision on her. And one day she was fired, completely uprooted. And I was like, well, now what do I do? Crap. Mm -hmm. And it was in those, like, two, it was a week or two in there when she was let go and I was being interviewed for her position and it just, there was something about it that felt off. It felt like I was, you know, starting to derail and this wasn't quite feel right. And I was prepping for the boardroom meeting where I was about to meet all, you know, the, the three musketeers at the top of the company that were going to make this big decision. And I, you know, I was like, Oh my God, like heart racing, everything. And I went into it and I had the biggest panic attack of my life. I mean, full on, like full body panic attack, felt like I was going to die. Um, I remember talking to my coworker in the bathroom, like as I had to stop the meeting and I talked to her in the bathroom and she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I just, I thought I wanted this. I thought that that's what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And we had a long conversation. And meanwhile, I ended up going home and hit my knees, like literally found meditation for the first time in my life and was like, holy cow, have I been, I have been off track. So, I mean, on track, but off track, you know, because I think everything happens for a reason. And it was my biggest wake up call. And, you know, I was 40 pounds overweight. I had that negative Nancy mindset, um, you know, woes me, the world's out to get me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but I was really good at climbing a ladder and it just, it all came to a head and I hit my knees and found meditation and Gabby Bernstein for the first time and like completely started changing my life one day at a time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. So, oh gosh, there's so much, there's so much goodness to say right there. Um, but I do know that what I want to ask you first is how did you balance both at the time? Like, cause we're, well, let me ask you this. When you were at that point, what were you doing as far as like your side hustle? Were you already in an MLM? Were you coaching then? What were you doing and how were you balancing both at that point? Yeah. So my husband, he, he's a musician, right? Uber talented. He'd out, he'd always had that side hustle thing about him. Like he'd have the nine to five and then he'd have his weekends where he'd play. And so he was kind of my wake up call of like, well, you've got this amazing like side hustle passion and I see how you light up on stage. Is it possible for me to have something like that? So prior to my boss getting fired in the corner office and like, you know, all of that, I joined Beachbody and I loved it. It was like, oh my God, this is what I've been looking for. I mean, talk about personal development, community, sisterhood, like going to events and retreats. And I mean, man, it was just incredible. So to answer your question about balancing it, once I had a taste of what entrepreneurship, owning your own business was like, I started to get really focused. And the little things that I would do, such as like, I would have, like say here at Candle on my desk, right? There, I have different things in my, my cubicle, like frames, and I made it like a home while I was in the nine to five. I had like a home away from home. Well, that, it, that energy wasn't serving me. That confirmation of being home away from home was a little too cozy. So what I started to do was bring things home. Like I'd actually bring the frames home. Uh, not all at, not all at once because everyone would have right. lost the marbles, but you know, <laughs> little things. I'd stop right. bringing like the cozy snacky stuff to work. Um, I knew, and I would tell myself, this is only temporary. This is, this is something is about to shift. I had no idea what it was going to be until that day that I mentioned. Um, but something was going to shift. I could feel it. It was a nudges. It was like, bring home your wedding photo, bring home, you know, don't make it so damn cozy in here where you get comfortable and you stay for 30 years. <laughs> like, let's yeah. get moving a little bit. So Beachbody was my, my side hustle and my absolute love, just loved every bit of it. I love that. So 
I know that you said how you kind of balanced it and what you started to see, like the shift starting to happen, even though it was slow. When you were doing both, I, I talked to a lot of women who have a full-time job and a side hustle because, I mean, I do the same thing. Like I've been, I've had some sort of, I mean, I've had a full-time job for a long time, but I've had a side hustle of some sort for at least five or six years. It's just been, whether it be MLM or whatever, and now into coaching. But um, so I know like what I have learned and what I have struggled with on when it comes to having both. But I, and a lot of the women that I speak to, they tend to speak on how they don't have enough time or they don't have, it's impossible to do it. Or, you know, Susie can do it because X, Y, Z, but I can't do it because when I get home, I have this and this and this to do. And I keep saying, if this is your passion, if this is what you truly lights your soul on fire, then you will make time. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to get your, your thought process on that. Like when people say, well, this I really want to do this and I want to hit this goal or I want to hit this rank or I want to make, you know, X amount of money a month, but I can't because, and I know it's, it's a, it's a mindset thing too, but I just want to say like, if you have, we all have the same 24 hours in a day, you know, Oprah has the same 24, like we all have the same 24. It depends on how you choose to spend it. So I want to just kind of see what your thoughts are too on that. Oh, that's probably my favorite question. And honestly, it's, it's no matter if you're in an MLM or if you're working full time for yourself. Like the thing is, is that there's time. If you allow it to hold you back, it will always hold you back. You will always feel like there's not enough. And so one of, one of my greatest teachers, um, Melanie, if you know, yeah, oh, hello, she's incredible. Mm -hmm. Melanie Ann Lair, for those of you guys listening, um, go yeah. binge on her. But literally she taught me that time, the universe works on alignment and not time. So mm -hmm. when you think about what that really means, like, okay, I know that sounds a little woo woo and whatnot, but when you think about what alignment means, it means being in full alignment with your highest self, right? So, so when I was in corporate balancing the side hustle, I would have epic lunches with myself. Now, some days I'd go out and do my power hour, right? Like total beach body power hour, connect with all the people, do all the things that, you know, that model is completely changed. But when you are so tuned in to the woman that you're becoming and it's so juicy and fun and exciting and even like lighting a candle is exciting in your life. Like when you're in alignment with that, when you're in alignment with your senses and your feeling and um, my gosh, if you like walk, like I try this sometimes if you go to a coffee shop, right? And you're on your lunch break and you're like, I'm going to, I want to get all turned on and you know, do the damn thing. Try mm -hmm. this. The second that your feet, say you're in your nine to five, you're on your lunch break. You got 30 to 45 minutes. You're at the coffee shop. Let your feet cross the threshold of the coffee shop and then just feel like I've arrived. I've arrived into my zone for 30 to 45 minutes. I am committed. I am here. Unicorns glitter, like, you know, angels are singing, like just go there in your mind. Because when you can tune into you for those 30 minutes, exponential time happens. The, it opens up a, a whole new gateway for people to connect with you, whether it's building your downline, like you mentioned, whether it's you're an entrepreneur and you're wanting to connect with clients. When you're tuned into you, it is utter magnetism because other women see that and they go, holy cow, she is following her passion. And that energy that when you're going to post or you're going to send the email or you're going to take the selfie drink in your coffee, like I did today, like literally when yeah. you're tuned in, people feel it. They feel it in a picture. They feel it in a comment. They feel it in you commenting on their stuff. So time is irrelevant. It's getting tuned into you and being like radically fired up over just the fact that you are going to the coffee shop and you're, you're declaring to the universe, like, send me more of this, more freedom. Mm. <laughs> I, oh, I love that so much. And I love that you said that even for that 30 minutes, that 40 minutes, whatever you have in that out that time frame for your, your lunch break, if you're going to the coffee shop, whatever it is, if you have that set aside, for your business and you're going to work your side hustle. It's all about like being productive too. So like, yes, you can have 30 minutes and you can get a lot done in 30 minutes. If you are, if you have a goal or if you have a vision of what you're going to do at that point, like this is what I'm going to do today and being productive with the time that you do have. So that's what I, a lot of times I try to tell um, the women that I'm working with, like you have the same, like I said, we have all the same 24 hours. It's just that whatever time that you have allotted, whether it's an hour a day or 30 minutes a day, or 
you know, an hour split up between X, you know, three different, you know, a lot of times that you have a total of an hour, but as long as you are being intentional with what you're doing, then that's going to grow your business. As long as you're not doing something that's going to actually, like if you're doing these things that are wasting your time and not growing your business, then you're not being productive with your time. So it's all about that 30 minutes. So you want to step into that magical space, but be productive with it too. Don't just sit in there and expect it to fall from the sky. Like let right. productive as well. So yeah. I love that. So ladies, it's possible. <laughs> this <laughs> when you're stuck like here's the biggest thing that if you ever feel like okay I'm in the zone I'm trying really hard I'm trying to figure out what to do like and maybe you've heard you know eat that frog do that thing first blah 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 right all those things that were taught if if you feel stuck the quickest way to get out of feeling stuck is just say what am I grateful for right now that's it mm -hmm. if you need to make a post that's magnet that creates that magnetism just talk about how grateful you are Talk about how grateful you are to be sitting in the coffee shop, smelling the smells, hearing the conversation. Like that, that makes it so much more um, connecting to people because everyone wants to feel that throughout their day. They want to feel yeah. that gratitude. And if you can be the one saying, hey, slow down and smell the coffee, there's other people that are going to go, oh, wow, I've been really cruising through life really fast today. <laughs> mm, yeah, we don't take that. Sometimes we don't take the, I was just talking to Melanie. I interviewed her and I was telling her too that we don't, some, sometimes we don't take um, the time to slow down and not only be grateful, but also to like, look at what, what has happened. Like whether it's in your business, like what have you done yeah. and say, okay, well I, you know, I signed this person on, or I have this customer or this person, I helped this person, whatever it is. Like we don't take that time to really look at what we did and like really recognize it. And since she's the queen of celebration and we talked about that, like recognizing every little thing. And so it's definitely something that um, kind of goes hand in hand with that as well. Absolutely. So when it came to you, um, I, I, I kind of already, we know the answer of like that breaking point for you and you, you know, had the panic attack and you decided like, this is not what I want. So that was the point that, that was that the moment that you said, okay, I'm going to now allow myself to just step into entrepreneurship fully, or was there just like this transitioning out at that point, um, after that breaking point, or did yeah. you just like cold turkey, like I'm done and now this is what I'm going to do full time. And then you transitioned into coaching. How did that look for you? Yeah. It's funny because like, you know, our, our mindset goes, or at least mine did, it goes through like the cold turkey, right? It's like, wow, I need to, I got to figure out something else. I got to do something else. But financially we're in a pickle, right? Because you know, when you've had all your eggs in one basket and maybe like two over there, you know, it's, it, it doesn't really work out that way. So I stuck it out. It was another, gosh, almost like seven or eight months, I want to say, but I became laser focused at the woman I was becoming not the woman I was in there at the woman I was becoming and you know it's a lot of it was reverse engineering I started up my business is called the bohemian blonde and so basically I created a vision board right and I have a vision board like sitting over here too but I I created a vision board and um I, I had this picture of myself, of the woman I was becoming, right? Or this desire of where I wanted to be. And this, all this entrepreneur stuff pinned to it. And my husband was like, oh, she looks like a bohemian blonde. I was like, boom, that fits, that fits. So it was the bohemian blonde LLC. I started that about three or four months into knowing things were shifting, knowing something was gonna change, right? Um, what happened in that time though, was I thought Beachbody was going to be the catalyst. I thought that was going to be the thing I was going to do and run and boom. Right. But what I found inside that is that I loved the one-on-ones. I loved the coaching. I loved the transformation that was happening, not just physically, because that's one thing, you know, you can work mm -hmm. out and, and man, is that ever incredible? You know, that's still my thing. I go to the gym to channel and get clear, but it's, there was an element that I was craving more of. And so insert branding became a branding coach. And I got to the point where, you know, I was taking pro little less than half of my salary at that point. I mean, it was not pretty, but I went to my husband and I said, I, this is, I, I can't stop thinking about it. I am, I am so in love with the women that I'm working with. I know if, you know, I could, take the time that I would normally be spending in a cubicle and, and spend it on this, you know, could we do it? Could we possibly do it? And he said, if you can hit this, we had a goal, a financial goal. If you yeah. can hit this goal 
And if you can stay there, then yes, yes, you can. And if you pick up a little part-time job on the side and I was like, done, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And so I, you know, we took a huge dip. I was almost making six figures in corporate. Um, and you know, being adrenal fatigue, totally stressed out to going into my own business, thinking that it was going to be rainbows and unicorns and all of these things, which, you know, it, it's a lot of work running your own business. Um, is it the most soul gratifying thing you can do in the world? Yes. (laughs) Yes. But it is you and you every day. It is you and you making decisions. Um, Sometimes they're wrong and you fall on your face 15 times. That's fine. You get back up stronger every single time. Um, I think that's the true definition of entrepreneurship. And yeah, I mean, it was just like, it's funny because we think that we know how it's supposed to happen. But when we release the how is when the magic happens of like, no, you're actually supposed to do this. Like this was just a catalyst for you to go here or you to go there. <laughs> mm. So it's, it's amazing what can happen. Just take, take the hand, take your hands off the wheel sometimes, right? Like yeah. the energy that's happening, but just release control and say, all right, where are we going? <laughs> yeah. And I, I love that you actually touched on that because I saw on your Instagram story today, how you were talking about how to be unattached to the how and um, how once you do that, and once you are, you set the intention and you unattach from the how, like how things can magically just line up for you. Can you, how did you see that happen? What, what did that look like for you when you kind of took your, your hands off the wheel and you said, yeah. you know, this and started to kind of feel like you were in alignment and things were working in your favor at that point? Yeah. So what I would say is more recently, it's, it's for me when it comes to launching big things and when private clients are coming in, but to make it more relatable to the listener that might be in that transition of like cube life to entrepreneurship or having both of them, it is that oh, this is how I would tell it to myself a couple of years ago. It's when you get a nudge, say you're, say it's 8am and you're plugged into your office, right? You're like, you're in, you're, you've got your coffee. You're, you're like, I'm grateful, but I don't really want to be here, but I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're doing all of that. If there is a moment throughout the day where you get a nudge or if there's something that comes in, right? I used to keep a notepad by my desk. And if I have an idea or a thought that comes in, whether it be an emotional thing that I'm moving through, whether it be a manifestation thing, for example, let me make this easier. So say you have a coworker who's like ticking you off or your boss is driving you nuts and you're just like, like, I, I have this other thing I'm doing and you don't know. And like, you know what I mean? Right. And you might have these little like bombs in our pocket, right? But the thing is, is if we can emotionally move through that, like take their energy and feel your own fire, it's, you're, you're taking back control of where you're at. So let's just say in the same type of scenario that day you have an intuition to go outside and go for a walk around the lake. So I'm from Minnesota land of 10,000 lakes and there's a lake at every corner, right? So it's nice to be able to go outside and like walk around a lake. So I would oftentimes get the nudge on my lunch break to go walk outside. When you're walking, you get the, 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 the thoughts, the ideas, the, you know, when, when you have a vision of yourself, when you have these goals set for yourself, right? And we release the how, it's being in a space where you're receiving the next nudge. Hopefully that makes sense. When you, when you feel a little nudge, right, of go to the coffee shop, you know, go walk on your lunch break. When you get home from work, just sit down and journal. Um, before you go into the office, maybe you're sitting, you know, I used to do this. I'd drive up, I'd sit there, and I would finish the podcast that I was listening to just to finish it because I completed it for myself. So those little nudges will ultimately lead you to what it is that you're desiring. So when we remove the how, that's what I mean by removing the how is following the nudge. So today, I'll just use this as an example. I had a nudge to um, send a call out for my consultations, right? So I could either sit back and think, hmm, who would actually sign up for that? Who would really, you know, who... eh, you know, maybe I shouldn't post it because I'm already talking about something else. You know, I'm already doing this, blah, 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 blah right? Should I do that? I could sit there and, and justify that feeling all day long or I could act on it. Hmm. So that's what I mean about like the how. It's like when you get the nudge, when you feel it in your business, maybe you're, maybe you're a beach body coach 
and you're working out and you're losing weight, but you haven't made that beautiful connection. You haven't made that like, hey girl, not hey girl, let's not use hey girl. You haven't made, <laughs> that's like right. so bad now. No. <laughs> um, you haven't made the connect, we haven't made the bridge, right? Right. To the other person that's wanting it, that's been watching it. People are always watching. You always have eyeballs on you on Instagram. If you're on Instagram stories, if you're even posting there, if you're on Facebook, there's always people watching. So when you get a nudge to say, do you want to come with me? Do you want to experience this with me? Um, you know, you, you share your story. You're opening your virtual door. You know, those are the types of things that when you get that feeling to say it, that's the time. That's the time to say it. It's not the time to sit back and say, should I do it? Should I ask someone else if I should do it? Well, no, just do it. <laughs> Three, mm. two, one, go. <laughs> right. That's, Gosh, what, that's the how. That, that is not, I don't know that I could have explained it any more beautifully because when I have talked about like even my story and being in an MLM and then I, and when I talk about getting a nudge and I, and I, First, it was like I had no idea what this nudge was like I had no idea what it was telling me to do and all I wanted to do was be in control of it yeah. and I fought it and I fought it and I fought it and I would I mean I remember crying to my husband like I don't know what this is but I know I'm being called to do something else and I don't know what it is so I can't like I can't do it because I don't know what it is. transition from from doing MLM to okay got yes it. and so I had no idea what it was and I kept so of course he's like the problem solver <laughs> like, Oh, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's this, maybe you should try this. And I was like, no, that's not it. And I just, I would, and I kept trying to figure it out on my own and try, kept trying to figure out what is, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? What, and I would never just let go and just listen and figure exactly out, like just start following those nudges and find down, go down the path to see what it really was. And when I did, that's when things started happening for me. That's when I realized, okay, this makes sense. Okay, now this makes sense. And things just started to unfold and it all just lined up magically. Like you met, I met this person, did this course, met this person, did this course, signed one-on-one -on -one with my coach. Like everything just happened and it all like aligned properly. And so when you, and that's when I say all the time too, I'm like, when you are truly in alignment and you're doing what you're meant to do, one for one thing, you know it inside of you, like 100% know it inside of you. But the second thing, the things that start to happen and line up for you, it's almost like magic. Like I'm like, whoa, where, how is this all happening? Like, and it almost sometimes feels effortless because you're so in alignment that it just happens. It's just magic. That's what I keep saying. Like, it's just magic. It is. <laughs> but it is. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like that is a good segue into when it comes to MLMs. And for me, I... I can't even tell you, like, I thought I was going to be in my MLM for ever. Like I loved it. Um, I loved the community. Like you said, I loved all of the people that were in it with me. It was a sisterhood and I just really loved everything about it. And even my husband was like, I love, he loved that I did it. Cause he felt the same way. He saw the shift in my, like my personal growth, like the things that I, I just, he just could see a difference in me and my confidence and stuff like that. And so he loved that I was doing it. But when I, started to feel myself shift away from it. And I didn't really know why, and there was no reason. Um, so for me, I can't really speak on like, and I, it might be the same way for you, but how do you know when an MLM isn't serving you? How do you know when it's like, it's time to transition out of it? For me, I really didn't know that. And I really was trying to hold on to it for as long as I could. And I kept saying, no, I'm not ready. And I finally, I just, Autumn is my coach and she's like, you know, the best ever. And she's like, are you sure? And I just, I kept trying and to, to hold on to it and give all these reasons why it was serving me when in reality it wasn't, I just wanted it to. Hmm. So I like to look at almost everything in life as a relationship, right? Like mm -hmm. I'm energy, your energy, by the way, I tend to go woo sometimes. So <laughs> bear with go me. Go for it. Okay. So I'm energy, your energy, and there are always relationships. So my mom taught me this very young. She said, you'll have friends for a reason, a friends for a season and friends for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. So if you can look at that, like your business, right. And you know, I've told, telling you guys about pivoting and doing different things too. When we have, when we're in a relationship where it is for a season, Think of, think of a friend that came in your life just to teach you something 
whether it was really easy or whether it was really hard. Maybe you've had to like break up with a girlfriend and you're like, oh my gosh, that was the hardest damn thing, you know, mm -hmm. and you've had all this time together, but there was something in you that knew it was no longer going to serve either one of you. Now we can all remember back to a boyfriend, right? That was like, well, F that. I mean, thank you for bringing me through all of that to show me what I don't want. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> You know, it's like, it's the same thing with business. It's the same thing with your network marketing company. It's the same thing with friends, people and businesses and opportunities are there for a reason and a season and a lifetime. You yourself are the lifetime, right? Like mm -hmm. I think of branding as like this ever evolving becoming, you know, it's never like you just, you, you, I mean, are we the same women that we were two years ago? No, mm -hmm. like we're always changing, especially, you know, you throw a little personal, personal development spice on that. And it's like, like everything's changing. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's a constant changing, but then there's certain people you'll meet. There'll be opportunities. There'll be jobs. There'll be stuff that comes in to your orbit and you're, it's there for you to learn from. It's there for you to grow from. And the, the less we can be attached to it, like, you know, uh, I, you know, my clients too, they'll be like, well, I spent so much time doing this one thing and building this up. I just want to see it through. And mm -hmm. it's like, but maybe that was your lesson. Maybe by you building it, you were learning something in there and it's no longer like meant to go any further because it's already at, it's like match. It's already done. Like the relationship is complete. You, you know, you've tended the garden as much as you can and it, it's dying. Like let it go. Yeah. <laughs> something new that's about to open up. And the thing is, you've probably experienced this too. You close one door on one thing and it's like five others fly open and you're like, I had no idea that this was about to happen. No clue. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's, that reminded me too, when you started saying like, when, when somebody just doesn't want to let go for me, it was like, I was holding on so tight. Although everybody in my team, like, it was just like out of nowhere, it was just like, people were just gone and dropping off. And then it was just like, I could see it in my back office. People were just gone. And, but I just, and I had worked so hard to build this up, but I just did not want to let it go. But at the same time, like I, I knew it was time. And as soon as I finally just said it out loud, like, I think I'm done. Like, I think I really am done. I'm letting it go. That's when everything opened up. That's when things started just happening. And you're totally right. It's like, once you finally let go of what no longer is serving you, you can, you open space for new things. Mm -hmm. but if you're going to hold on to it, how can you expect to receive the new? Totally. I mean, the same thing with money. I mean, <clears throat> coaching and being your own business owner, it's like, the more that we hold on to say the lack or there isn't enough coming in or whatever, if you can think of like different streams, right? If you're, if you're in, if you're constantly looking away from what it is that is supposed to be coming in that you've been like sending out all your good vibes to but it's like looking at your bank account and being like, shit, 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 I can't do this. Or, you know, I can't invest in that. Or, you know, when our attention is so focused on that one thing, all the other stuff can't happen. So when we can release control of that, like let money just be money, let it just be money, release like all of your attachments to it and just be like, you know, tend it like your little, little garden. <laughs> like, yeah. It doesn't have to be this big old crazy, um, I mean, to go on a tangent about money, but literally it doesn't have to be like a, a, a energy suck. No, no, I totally agree. And I think it goes back to one thing I remember that my coach Autumn told me as well was that whenever I was still struggling with whether I was going to leave or not leave or just keep it or whatever, she kept saying, I just want you to know that like, if you're receiving money, like, are you receiving money from an unaligned space? Like, is this, does that make sense? Like if you're wanting to open yourself up to new things, but you're receiving money from something that you're actually not in alignment with, I, you know, this may not be something that's going to work for you. Like, let's think about this as let's really, and I didn't, at first I was like, eh, whatever, it's money. Like I just kept thinking, you know, whatever, but then it made total sense to me once I started to, you know, work through that and figure out what, what it truly meant. I was like, okay, now I understand. Yes. If you're looking at from a space of lack, it was just money. It was like, oh, I need every single penny. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, I, I, I don't need that. Like, it's fine. Like things are, things are going to be okay. I, and I don't have to know the how. And I think it goes along with when you're investing, like you said, when you're investing in something, whether it be a coach or a program, 
and you're trying to be attached to, okay, how am I going to pay for this instead of just releasing and knowing that it, it, it doesn't matter. And Melanie even um, talked about a time where she invested and she didn't have, you know, any money to invest and somehow it all worked out. You just have to let go of the how. It's, yeah. And just let it like let you like you said set the intention of what you're wanting. You want to sign up for this coach or you want to sign up for this program. You don't know how you're going to do it, but it happens. And that's exactly. I mean, that's what has happened to me every single time I've invested. Like I have no idea how in the hell I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it, and it's going to happen. And it did, and it does. So totally. I mean, the first coach that I invested in, I was selling, I was like selling shit out of my garage. Like I, I went through, I was like, do I need these old, I had like our old wedding stuff. I'm like, does anybody want some table runners? And just like, I went crazy, but I made it happen because the thing is, is like, whether it's a program, whether it's like joining a network marketing company or anything, it's, you're always worth your return on investment. You're always worth the, the feeling that you get knowing that if you, when you complete it, as you're going through it, the feeling of being in it, like if it's a masterclass type setting or whatever, I mean, it's like, what are you going to get out of it? Half the time, more than half the time, people don't invest because they don't know what they're actually going to get out of it. They don't know, like, can I actually commit to doing this, right? Like even Beachbody, it was, well, I really, you know, look, you're doing great working out. I don't know if I can do it. And that's where like, we have to be our, our best of friends. Like how many, like how many times do we, as women, we let ourselves down and off the hook so easily, so easily. It's like, I was committed to doing that thing. I was going to invest in this. I was going to, you know, book that course or that coach or whatever. And we get, we let ourselves off the hook. And how many times are we willing to do that? You know, it's like life's too short to just keep saying, well, I'll just push you to the back and make everyone else happy. That's not mm -hmm. fair. So, I mean, pull an Oprah moment and fill your own cup first, <laughs> you know, really work in a place of, you know, you're, that's what people want, right? People want other people that are like these overflowing cups. I mean, there's no, I mean, that's why we all tune into Oprah and we watch Beyonce and, and, you know, we, we love our coaches and mentors and it's like, that that's what it's about that you know that inner mm -hmm. filling your cup first and um yeah the rest all comes and it's it's really easy to say right like you and I being in this for a while now like we've it's like you you jump up you scrape your knees you fall back down like it's just a constant thing but I promise you listener right now it gets better it gets better when you work on you and you can trust and let some shit go self-care <laughs> like, mm, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And another thing, and you mentioned kind of like your vision board and all of that. And one thing that I like to tell my clients too, is that I have been taught and it helped me a lot. But when you're, when I'm making decisions sometimes, or most times I try to make them from who I'm wanting to be, where I'm wanting to be. So I'm not making them from, so when I sign with my coach, if I was making a decision from current Mindy at that point, I would have walked away from it when I, when trying to pay and it being a complete, like, it, like, I don't know. It was like the universe trying to test me. Like, are you really want to do this? Show me how, how hard, how bad you want this. Because mm -hmm. I want to make it really hard for you to do the simple thing and just pay. And so every form of payment I tried would not work. It was just like, okay, finally got it to work, but I had to work for it. And it was like, okay, how hard do you, how bad do you want this? Okay, Mindy. Yeah. But if I was making the decision from that current person, current Mindy would have walked away. But instead I decided, okay, who do I want to be? And what would she do if she was going through the same thing? Would she fight? Would she work and try to be the whatever it takes woman? Or would she walk away? Would she say, okay, this must not be for me because it's not easy. So I try to tell my clients too, like, you have to think and make decisions from what would next level you do? What would you do from that space? Would you make this decision? Would you walk away from it? Would you hire that coach? Would you do that course? Would she, you know, would she go to the coffee shop and get that coffee, even if it's $5 and you are like, Oh, I probably shouldn't spend, spend $5. Like what would she do? You know? So that's kind of what I've like tried to embody. Like, okay, what would Mindy do next level Mindy do? 
Absolutely. Well, and you know, it's like that the inner we can you can decipher too, like that inner voice, like the the negative Nancy, sort of like that high pitch annoying, and you're just like, Ugh, get, get out. <laughs> you know, we all have her. Oh and yeah. Like this empowered, subtle, luscious, yummy part that's like, but you could do it, and you're capable. I got goosebumps saying that. You you like you can do it. You know, there, but it's it's getting quiet enough to really hear that part of you, and I think that's where um, we get tripped up as women. It's like I I can hear her way back there, but this is really loud right now. Of no, and our rational minds are like freaking out. But you're so right. It's it's really like the future, Mindy. What would you do at that point? Mm -hmm. And that's really like we, this morning I was talking um, to my community. I was saying, how do you collapse time? How do you collapse time in your favor? If you've never heard it before, it's, it's essentially, it's quantum leaping. Just like what you were talking about is like being in your future self, acting as if you're your future self, being in spaces of your future self. So let's say you want, you know, laptop freedom and to work, you know, you want to be a coach. You want to help other women become empowered and you want to be, you know, you're empowered, they're empowered. Ooh, it's like, and yeah. so that's what you're calling in and what you're desiring. Well, what does that woman do in that space? What does she dress like, talk like, sound like, feel like, you know, smell like, <laughs> like yeah. go to all those things. And then it's accessible in this present time by just going to the coffee shop with your laptop and being so tuned into your surroundings and saying more please of this. So yeah, it's, it's such a cool topic, you know, it, mm -hmm. and I feel like some people talk about it and then other people, you know, it's like some people kind of skirt around it a little bit because I don't know if they're quite doing it, but it's, it is, like you said, it's future. It's being in the future right now. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. I love it. And I love that I've had some clients like they'll, they'll message me and they'll say, I just want to let you know, like I'm, I'm trying to step into next level me and this morning I like got dressed for work and I haven't worn these certain things in a while and I decided to wear them make me feel really good. And I left the house like on time, like things were and truly stepping into that next version. And it was like, ah, oh, like that's when things start to like, you really embody who she is and what she wants and how she feels. And like you said, all the way down to what she dresses and what she smells like, like do those yeah. things do what well, you like you had amazing photography done is it just recently that was my most recent one I did back in September and it was uh she was so good I loved her so good I love your pictures they're so good <laughs> and that's exactly what I wanted to embody I was like I'm embodying like from I had a photo shoot done I don't know before working with my coach and then I told her I was like I have to do a new photo shoot because I feel like my like journey and who I've become, like I have to embody and show that now because that is not those old pictures. They're pretty, they're great. Mm -hmm. They're not who I am now. Like they're totally different. <laughs> so I just wanted to do something to kind of like embody it all. <laughs> yeah. They're so good. Thank you. I loved them. Yeah. Um, so kind of shifting gears a little bit, but going um, back to branding, because I know that like you're, you really talk a lot about branding and you coach a lot of your clients on that and you have your magnetic branding mentorship and all of that going down. So when it comes to branding and wanting someone wanting to brand themselves, what are your tips for helping them stand out online? And in regards to strategy, like what, what is your, what, what are your tips there? What were your top tips you could give someone? Mm -hmm. So like we were talking about before branding is it's not, the thing is, it's not about fonts and colors and all of these types mm -hmm. of things, right? Like, of course, pick a filter, stick with it. Like, that's just sort of like branding 101, right? But what I'm more infatuated and in love when it comes to branding is storytelling. I mean, I just, I mean, ladies, like, for anyone listening, storytelling, 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 storytelling. Like, the more we can storytell about your day, your past, like, what you've gone through, your challenges, like when you're willing to be open and vulnerable and raw, I mean, I'm guessing that the things that you're naturally drawn to or the gurus or, you know, the people that are out there are the ones that are actually speaking their story. And 
so let's say you're in a network marketing company and you've got shake. Well, uh, my brain goes to Beachbody. So you've mm -hmm. got Shakeology, you've got your workouts, you've got all this stuff, right? Things you can sell. You got your Energize. You, you've got a whole gamut of stuff. So it's not about selling Shakeology. It isn't. It isn't about selling any of the stuff that the company provides. It is about sharing your story about you. Why the heck join this company? What about it empowers you? Just like you and I were saying, it's community, it's transformation, it's you know reading a personal development book for the first time in your life and having your brain cells explode. Like it's yeah. that and telling people what it means to feel empowered, even if it's just a little tiny bit, there's someone that needs to hear that. And so in terms of branding, all, to me, it's always storytelling. And the way that you start to get started in storytelling, if you're just getting started and you're listening, you're like, what do I do? How do I get started in branding? Just start talking. Just start talking about, you know, if it's as easy as like taking a snapshot of your kids and talking about how grateful you are and like you're in the kitchen and it's a blown up mess. Like that's real. That's raw. Like share that. When you step into uh, business and you step into wanting to be of influence, right? And you want to be the one that people are coming to. Well, now it becomes, this is what I believe in. This is what I know to be true. Um, this is what I'm passionate about. This is what I do. And this is why I do it. So people purchase and invest in coaches and programs and things like that by people that are walking their talk. So maybe you've been showing up on social media and you know, you're like getting your feet wet when you become of influence, you're diving in. So it's saying like, oh, I love self-care. Well, how are you applying that to your life every day? You know, oh, you know, mindset. How are you applying that to your life every day? If you're going to be a wealth coach and you're going to teach people how to manifest and like, you know, bring money into their life, how are you doing that every day? So there is a shift that happens in branding, right? Where we have to move into this influential stage and um, really own, own the woman that you, you know, own who you are in everything, the good, the bad, the hormonal, you know, the, you know, when you've got a migraine period at the same time, like own her, <laughs> right? Own own you when your skin is clear and you're in ovulation and it's all good and like you go and do a photo shoot own all aspects um so that to me is branding in a nutshell yeah yeah and i don't really think that there's always like a hardcore strategy to it i think that the more more authentic you are the faster things happen mm -hmm. and i think that was key is authentic authenticity and i also say too that I know in network marketing, I was your or in mine, but I feel like all network marketers company that companies, oh my gosh, they, they say like, you know, you want to build this like, know, and trust with people. You, and there is a misconception in the fact that we don't build like, know, and trust with people by, you know, randomly sending the messages or, you know, we're not when we're, when she's telling you or storytelling, it's not necessarily meaning you're talking about me, me, me all the time. That's not what, she, that's not what you mean. I, and I know that, but we have to tell these stories and paint this picture for people so they can know you. So they can really feel like that they know you because if they don't know you in real life, who are you to them? Mm -hmm. And not only that, I feel like once you shift into the influence side, you have to, like you said, stand firm in who you are, but also your zone of expertise, whatever that is, like you have to come across as the expert in that area. So just, it kind of, kind of, it, it's definitely a shift. Like you said, storytelling. And I feel like that's how people get to know you and like you. And then when you shift into that other side where your influence side and you're showing what you know, that's how they can trust you. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of beautifully works together. I feel um, but it's not all about you and it can't be all about you. You have to figure out too, you know, like that's what I, I have seen too, is when we're talking about, Oh, this about all about me, but we have to figure out too, what can we give them? Mm -hmm. I mean, so like, how are we a value to them? So true. I love that. That was perfect. And with, um, so, so connecting to other people with, let's just say, let's just use this as an example. So you're, you're sharing your story, right? And a lot of times I tell clients, like, if you can open up your notebook and you can go to that time 
And now I know everyone's like, what? That time, you know, that, that time in your life, that time where that thing happened, that time, like immediately there's probably memories that are popping up, right? There's something that you've gone through in life of a transition, whether it's like you were fighting for the corner office, like myself and you had the panic attack and, and you share that, those deep feelings, that's, that's the connection of like the emotion, right? It's, Mm -hmm. Even though you're telling your story, you're allowing other people to go into their feelings and their emotions through your story. So it's just like a song, right? Like, so there's new, you know, like my husband, he'll play on stage, right? They'll do a cover. They'll play a cover song and you're just like, oh my God, I love this. It reminds me of college. Like, you know, and you're, you're playing your own right. memory. And other people are playing way different things to the same song. So it's, it's like when we tell story, it's like you're helping someone in their emotions and their feelings. Does that make sense? It's kind of it like total sense. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're just connect. Honestly, like we're touching somebody in their yeah. feels. That's what you're doing. Like yeah. you're trying to connect to their emotions because mm-hmm. in some way you're going to connect in your post when you're telling your own story. Yeah. They're going to connect with you in some way, maybe a similar experience. And those are the people that you want to connect with. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like if, if they're connecting with what I'm saying, then they are the people that I'm meant to, meant to connect with the people that need to be in my energy or I need to be in theirs. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I mean, this conversation is good. I'm, I feel like I'm going to have to go back and re-listen and take some notes. <laughs> so I want to like every podcast I end with three random questions just because I feel like it's so hard to just, I never want to stop talking and it's always yeah. weird and it's weird. Like, okay, how do you stop it? And just, <laughs> we could talk forever. So I end with three questions just to kind of get our minds off of what we were talking about. And it's just, they're silly and they're random and no rhyme or reason. But the first question is, what is your favorite word? Alignment. It's been coming up so much lately. So yes, alignment. (laughs) Sure. It's a good one. It's came up a few times in this podcast too. Um, Next question is, what is your favorite sound? Oh, interesting. Mm. Um, well, I have to, I mean, the first thing that comes to my, my mind is my husband. He's a musician, so he's yeah. got a voice. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, okay, last question. Room, uh, um, sorry, room, desk, or car, which one do you clean first? Clean? Yeah. Oh, room for sure. For sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely sets the energy for your day, too, I feel like. My husband is always the last one to leave the house. So I'm, when I leave, he's still in bed. He owns his own business. So he kind of, you know, has a luxury of getting up on his own time. And so I rush to work. And then when I come home and he's always made the bed, it's always like, oh, I, love, I like just to see it made. And it's like, I don't know, yeah. just, it's, a, it's, it's different when you come home and you see it like all, it's all messed up. It's not made. I'm like, somebody had a rough morning. <laughs> but I think like, wow. <laughs> somebody got a super late and had a meeting or something. So yeah. So So thank you so much for coming on. I loved this episode. Um, For those that are listening and want to be in your energy, because I don't know who wouldn't, can you please let them know how we can find you? Um, I'm on Instagram every day uh, at the Bohemian Blonde and in my Facebook group called She's Wild and Free. (laughs) Yay. Okay, guys. So you know how to find her. Go find her. Follow her. Hit her up. She's awesome. So make sure that you are in her energy so you can see all the things that she is coming out with. So thank you again for being here. I am so excited. And those of you that are listening, I'll see you on the next episode.